Yo, welcome to the Casual Flex. I am your host, Philip Dukes, aka Dukes D Scoop. Check me out on Instagram and Twitter at Dukes D Scoop. And make sure you look right there and hit that like and subscribe button for me. Today's episode is being brought to you by Triple OG Brand. That's a O O O G Brand on Instagram and Twitter. And make sure you go to the website at TripleOGBrand.com. Shout out to Street Lotto. Today, have a very, very special guest, uh, one of the most influential uh, members of the music community, uh, music industry, and uh, one of the most popular podcast hosts in the world, and Mr. DJ Scream. What's going on, Scream? Yo, what it do, though? What up, though? Hey, my boy is from Detroit today, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, Scream, what's going on, man? What you, what you, let me get your thoughts on the Super Bowl, bro. What you think? You know, oh, good, great Super Bowl. Um, I don't think that anybody, you know, uh, from the Eagles should should uh, should should lower their head. They had an amazing season. Um, Jalen Hurst um, proved proved like you know time and time again from game to game of the season. You know, um, basically what kind of quarterback he's going to be and what what type of legacy he's out to uh, kind of set set up. All you know, like Devontae Smith, AJ Brown, several members of the defense and. It's a good, good, good solid team. Um, I think that, you know, when I was like placing my friendly wagers and all that stuff, um, I've learned over the years to kind of go and, and kind of wager with uh, experience and wisdom and that type of stuff. So uh, it's one thing to look at Pat Mahomes and Kelsey and, um, um, you know, the wide receiving core and, and, the def- and the defensive players and everything like that. It's one thing to look at them. But I think you really got to give a lot of credit to Eric Bieniemy. Uh, you got to give credit to Andy Reid for going in that locker room halftime, making those adjustments, and coming back out during the second half and not, not playing a flawless game, but playing a, a game that was good enough to come back from a deficit and win a Super Bowl. You got to take your hats off to him. So, um, great game, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, a great, a great football season. This is a little right field. I don't know. My heart still warms, and I'm still just happy to see Demar Hamlin just doing great, right. just kicking. You. you know what I'm saying? That's that's a win right. for me personally. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I almost was in the space of not wanting to watch no football, right, for yeah, a while. Too. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Man? So that's another win, and uh, yeah, great game, man. You got to take I take I take my hands off to uh, Pat Mahomes. He's 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 a, he's a dog. He played to that pain. I think. I think a lot of people know how painful a high ankle sprain can be. Right. Uh, a true $450 million contract having player. <laughs> he went out there and said, man, we'll deal with this ankle sprain later. I ain't got time for this right now, right? So right. that's off to that whole team, man. There's some great young talent on that team, great young talent on the Eagles. And don't be, don't, don't be surprised if the, if the boys meet up again. So I know you're an avid fantasy football player. So let's let's give us a little inside ball here. Look, like who was DJ Scream scouting last night potentially for next year's fantasy football draft? Like, is there anybody that stood out to you besides a Pat Mahomes or besides a a uh, Jalen Hurts that that you kind of might have been like, you know what, I need to keep an eye on him for next year. I hate that you know one person that I had um, in two leagues um, that it just didn't work out when he was with the Giants was Kadarius Tony. Mm. Oh. I thought that this would be his breakout year. I think he showed 
all of the attributes of having a breakout year. Um, I, I have a like me and you, me and you. Well, we didn't win a championship, but we did. But we did. But we did. We got right. a team together. Uh, Rashad White, right? Like, yeah, right. It's like I have to. So, like me drafting next year is like, do I get Kadarius Tony and Rashad White? Do I get all these people again? You know what I'm saying? Because some of them will boom, some of them will bust. But if, just keeping it focused on last night, there's Tony, Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah. Uh, and if the price isn't too high, I like Devontae Smith. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. I think they're going to start getting Devontae Smith a lot more value. That's right. one critique I would make last night. Like, if somebody's always open, you got to keep throwing the ball to mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. I like to see him on some shorter routes, some, some slant routes, some some just short routes, just getting that volume and becoming maybe rotate them into the slot for a few plays. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, Devontae Smith showed it last night, man. He showed it. Like the volume that he did get, he showed it. He's one of those guys. Yeah, I think uh, I really, really like how Pacheco runs. Right. He's tough. Uh, he got popped. I think uh, Gardner Johnson came down the game a lick. You know, spin him around. He gets up. You know, he he shows how it felt. You know, he wins. You see it, the pain on his face. And he's right back to running hard. He's one of those guys that has one of those young motors, I like to call. Those, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, I always talk about as far as when you want to run it back, a lot of times you want somebody under 25 because they don't know no better. Like, you mm-hmm. know, they're not thinking about, you know, hey, I need to get down. They're not thinking about let me get out of bounds. They're thinking about ball run. <sighs> Got to go. Touchdown. Ha! That's it. You know, so mm-hmm. uh, trying to get to that second contract. So he's somebody who I think is, like, really young, really hungry. Uh, runs hard and then that offense he's what you need like uh and he and he can do it either way like he, he could be patient you see him when he waits around he hits the hole like he, he's, he could be one cut and gone and he's also like i said one of those one cut type guys where it's like i'm gonna put my foot in the ground and get north and south not we ain't doing a whole lot of dancing so and with that type of speed you, you could just see how he adds a different dynamic to the chiefs and uh and and what's already a prolific offense and an offense is where we saw Pat Mahomes lose a weapon like Tyreek Hill, an all-pro caliber receiver. And I won't say they didn't miss a beat, but, I mean, you look at the results. They're right back they, to the Super Bowl. Again, again, when you're an offensive coordinator, that's what your job is, to coordinate. So right. our coordination is, I mean, the deep ball. I, didn't, I don't know if Pat Mahomes threw a deep ball. This, I didn't see it. I mean, Scantling, he took some shots with Scantling. You know what right. I'm saying? But uh, you think about this thing. Their core wide receivers, maybe none of them is just super top tier, right? Right. You got Juju, who right. you know can run a good route and catch a ball. You got Valdez. Guy. Yep. Right. They came from Pittsburgh. You got Valdez, Scantlin. They came from uh, the Packers. Right. Um, you know, Flower Rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Even even if nothing else, even if the deep, even if the deep, when the deep threat is there, it just opens up other stuff. So you can't always just look at the stats, right? Right. All right. You got okay. Just to get to the rookie Sky Moore, who that he has, and we we don't even know what Sky Moore is yet, right? right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they caught Kadarius Tony from the Giants, which me and you was talking about him earlier this year. Like regardless right. of you know whatever people say about him, like, you can't take anything away from his speed. That was a very gutsy move to have him. Like, that was almost uh, Deshaun Jackson-ish, like, right. you know what? I'm going for it. 
Right. Because <laughs> it could have went the other way. He could have fumbled. You know what? This is my time. It's what, uh, and, punt return. And, was it kickoff return or punt return? Punt return. Punt return, yeah. Punt return in Super Bowl history from Kadarius Tony. Go figure that out. Wow. Straight out of Mobile. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what, what I'm getting at is they got a lot of young talent on that team that still is going to further develop. You know, when you go play for the Chiefs, you buy into Andy Reid, you buy into being, you buy into the system. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're all way bought in on Pat Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? And they love him. Uh, and uh, I, I, you know, they were trying to kind of downplay the are they the next dynasty thing, and I think they're doing right. Let's downplay it. Let's not, not let we can't let that get in our head and think we the issue or whatever. Let's go celebrate our Super Bowl, have a little fun, kick it with our families and get back and start the process over again. So don't be surprised, man. Oh, you know, don't be surprised if them boys is back in the big dance next year. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised. You know what I'm saying? Gotta watch out for Joe Burrow and people like that. But man, um, gotta take gotta take your ass off to the Chiefs because they did it. Let me ask you right now. Who are your top five quarterbacks in the NFL for 2023 season? Um, you gotta always respect the champion. So Pat Mahomes. All right, Mahomes. Um, you gotta respect the person that was almost the champion. Um, love him or hate him, or you know, some people have like their criticism. So I think Jalen Hurts is he showed us a lot last night. Like I said about who who he is and who he wants to be. Got to go, um, Jalen Hurts. So, top five right now, we got Mahomes one, and the rest of it will go no order. Okay, Mahomes one, Jalen Hurts. Joe Burrow. Joe Cool. Okay, Joe Cool. All right. Joe Burrow. I mean, he's, he's he, you know, he he almost got there. And I right. hate to make it so cliche and, and it just be kind of the quarterbacks that kind of all made it to the conference championships. Uh, but – Josh Allen, man. You know what I'm saying? Gotta go Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah. Oh, you go got Josh. one more slot. So, so got this is this is this hold is. On, hold on, hold on. Let, let, let's see. Let, all right. We're in crunch time. Let me set it up for you. We got Pat Mahomes. We got Jalen Hurts. We got Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. Yeah, we got three AFC. So three from got, the AFC and one from the NFC. So you got for one slot. You got Justin Herbert. You got Deshaun Watson. You got Lamar Jackson. You can't really say Russell after that season. I mean, some people like to say uh, guys like a, you know, maybe a Kyler Murray, maybe not. You know, maybe a Dak Prescott, maybe not. Who you got, Screen? Brock Purdy. All right. Brock Purdy up. Brock Purdy, man. Oh, okay. Oh, I man. want I want that. I want that to be the answer. We all just want that to be the answer. Hey, Brock Purdy the one too. <laughs> Brock Purdy's the one while y'all playing around. Nah, for real. Oh, you know what? Um mm. it's tough. No one will. Yeah, I, I can't do that because I, I can't do it because I'm not allowed. Wow. Uh, but if you had a really bad season, mm-hmm. 
Russ had a very bad season. But if you had a not so great season, I don't know, man. I, I can't put Aaron Rodgers there, but it's still kind of hard to. You know, I'm an Aaron Rodgers guy, man. I mean, A Rod, I mean, A Rod looks like. Given the circumstances, I mean, I don't like. Can he return to MVP form? Well, I think that depends on how much he wants to return to MVP form. I think this is one of those work life balance type players now at this point where he may or may not. Is it fair to put him there? Number five, um, based off of what happened this season, nah, it's not fair to put him there at number five. The number five slot is really hard. I, I, I'm a Justin Herbert fan, um, but something is just up. Something's just not connecting with the Chargers. They should be a better football team, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen enough from Trevor Lawrence. I'm not saying he's 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 solid. I haven't seen enough from Trevor Lawrence to. Make me jump up and say it should be Trevor Lawrence. Um, Deshaun Watson, we got to see him get back to form. I think that he will. Um, that's a hard fifth slot, man. And now I'm really interested to know if your list is the same or who you would put in that fifth slot. But that's a hard fifth slot. The top four is no brainers because they're considered your, I guess, like high A listers, right? But now you're kind of starting to go into the B category, and is there really a big difference between all the quarterbacks you just named? I mean, me personally, I'm going Lamar, but hey, I like Lamar. Um, this me. I mean, I, I like Lamar. I wouldn't be mad at putting Lamar there because I think Lamar deserves his contract. I think he deserves to uh, get guaranteed money because of the style of football that he plays. And I think that he's an innovator. All right, now, Scraby, you can't dance around the question, dog. Who <laughs> is who is your fifth quarterback? Uh, it's just it's just not they are it's it's just the the B list. But Lamar, I, I I like Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is B list. Yes, after you get past the top four. Oh man. Oh man, it's not. It's, the B list is not bad. The B list, no. So Aaron Rodgers is the B list. He has he has downgraded to the B list currently. Not of all time. Not like overall. He's elite, but he's downgraded to the B list. Okay, now we 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 ain't gonna do Lamar like that, man. Because it, and this is what I think about Lamar Jackson. What separates him from the rest of those quarterbacks you name? Um. He doesn't have the complement of pass catching options that any one of those other in the top four have. Not even in the top seven. Like I don't think anybody has that complement of uh, receivers. Or I, I don't think anybody has. He, does, he doesn't a have the weapon. He doesn't have the weapon. He doesn't have Jamari Chase. Uh, he never had Tyreek Hill. You're right. Um, he doesn't have Stefan Diggs. Uh, you know, he doesn't have Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. And not only doesn't he, doesn't he have them, he doesn't have them by far. So, right. let me just say, and I'm just going to keep it real, and I'm sure he's on the phone with Yak talking about it. Yeah. Uh, he need to get gone from the Ravens if he can. Because they haven't made, they haven't, they, y'all don't want to invest in him personally and guarantee him in his future. 
and you don't want to invest around them. It's different if you still had that Baltimore Ravens, you know, shut down defense that you once had. Right. And all I got to do is put up 17 points and then we're good. Right. But this, the, I don't have that shutdown defense. I got 30 running backs, right? Right. A, a pretty good tight end, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, who's basically your wide receiver number one. Right. And a lot of questionable, uh, a lot of questionable receivers. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, okay, let me ask you this. So Lamar Jackson... Should the Falcons go after Lamar Jackson? I absolutely go after Lamar Jackson because the reality is, and I don't know why owners and teams overthink this, that without a quarterback, then I don't care how pretty your stadium is. I don't care how many draft picks you got. I don't care how much money you got. Without a captain to write the ship, then it's just I – just, I just think it's like going back for them. Like, uh, there's no disrespect to Desmond, Desmond Ritter and – whoever else, uh, whatever the case is. But, um, you know, it comes a time where uh, regardless of how Russell Wilson performed with the Broncos, they got a quarterback. And they know they can put him in the right system and the right coaching and the right offensive coordinator. We know where Russell Wilson He's like, I think it's like being really extreme. Saying, oh, Russell Wilson just fell off. He's just over with. Nah, nah. He had a oh, bad season. No, I know what happened to Russell Wilson. <laughs> right. <laughs> you you that know can what again. that can happen again. I mean, it can't happen no more. Like you know, if it happens again, now he's already hurt. Like now, I think he has the tough skin now. I mean, and what I'm talking about is what I talked about on the casual flex earlier this year is Boston Richie featuring Future. Future jumps on the track at the beginning of the season of the NFL season. Future jumps on the track and says. And then in the video, he did it like this. He was like, and I'm still smashing on C. Like, whoa, brother. Whether he did it or not, right? Russell Wilson, I, there was a 1,000% chance that Russell Wilson asked Sierra about that. I'm 1,000% sure. 1,000. And yeah. from that point, you could just tell, man, I said it all year. I said, man, Russ ain't right, dog. He, he ain't right. I mean, he had receivers. I mean, he had two good running backs at the beginning of the year, even though Melvin Gordon uh, had some fumbling issues this year. But, I mean, yeah, I, I really felt like that got into his head the same way that we talk about music in the youth, right? But you being a yeah. DJ, how do you feel like music? Do you feel like rap culture is impacting athletes negatively? Like you hear a lot of stuff about Ja Moran and, you know, athletes that want to be game bank. And I'm not saying he wants to be a game banker. What I'm saying is people say that athletes are taking too much, are taking the culture too far. Um, you know, they, they basically sound like drill gangster rappers, like even when they're conducting their business. Do you feel like music has overstepped its boundaries in affecting athletes? I don't think music overstepped any boundaries. I think that uh, the influence of, um, so as a person who's been around athletes, um, there's no there's no more visibility in the world, no nothing more influential than rap or hip hop culture. That's just not in the world. Right. You know what I'm saying? So an athlete can be worth look how much promotion they have to put into an NFL athlete to brand that person as a household name. You're talking commercials, insurance commercials, commercials and commercials and 
after press conferences and this, then, the third, and still, probably my wife and your wife could not identify. Just it's not disrespect because I'm a big fan, right? Like your wife and my wife probably couldn't identify Josh Allen. Right. Yes, you know everyone. Right. Like, of course, Pat Mahomes at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. household. So this, you know this, what I'm saying? Joe Montana. But he, even even my wife was like, Joe Burrow. Who's that? Right. <laughs> they're, they're like, probably they're, they'll probably find Jackson Mahomes before they find Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> so what I'm saying is, is like all it takes is like a hit record, and everybody knows this our rapper. And this, what I'm saying is, it's way cheaper to brand and make that rapper a star, and simpler than to make the athlete a star. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, I think that that's just something where me going into the club with artists and athletes and seeing that all the artists got all the attention and the athletes didn't. Right. This has been said even on Big Facts. We spoke and spoken to athletes. So I was like, oh yeah, nah. We want to be popping, you know what I'm saying? Like we want to mm. be popping. So it's not that they're not popping; they're very much so popping, financially popping, and everything. But right. they want their flowers when they walk in the club. You know what I'm saying? Could, so could, could, could we exchange the word flowers for clout? Uh, we can say clout. I think I, I I see where you're going with it. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is like. You wanna go everybody knows your name. Oh right. shit, right. When they like, go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> go to the gym. Hey man. They won't be able to say I went to the hood. You know what I'm saying? Man. I went to the hood, man. I was in the hood. You know, I was on the net. You know what I'm saying? I went and got me some food on the net. Like man. tell you something. <laughs> like, man, you know, one athlete I always say that I blew my mind. And that was AI. Like Iris used to be an old national. Like he, oh, yeah. like he, like lived there, bro. I used to be like, I used to, like it wasn't even nothing to see AI on the net. Like it was nothing to it see. Remind, it, it reminded them of home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God bless uh, Troop, man. Yeah. Him and Troop was, was thick as thieves. So you know, it was like, man, you see AI at any time on the net, which used to trip me out. But he was. And he was one of the guys who didn't need the notoriety. He, you, you could just tell, like, that was really him. He wasn't out acting bad. He wasn't out there making threats to nobody. Like, man, hey, I was out there kicking it. I want to gamble. Like, you know, I, I want to kick it. And that's what he did. I was just talking on um, the Wayne the other day about um, AI being out there. You know, you pull up the throwbacks anytime during the week, you might see that Maybach out there. And it won't even be AI, it'd be Troop driving it. Like, what? Like, oh yeah, Troop got the, got the back. Oh, yeah, okay. But you just knew, like, he was one of those type guys. But when we talk about athletes and rap and rapid athletes, AB probably dropped probably the hardest athlete rap song in the past while with uh, Put It On. Put that, put that shit on. Put, so, do you think that AB has a real shot <laughs> of becoming a mainstream rapper? Can, can AB do it? Uh, I think the days of any athlete having a real shot of becoming a mainstream rapper has probably. So that's not a knock at AB. 
because he definitely has the swag, the cadence. He's a hard worker. Um, right. But I don't think that um, I don't think that the, the, the days of, the days of any athlete becoming a rapper, the days of the Shaquille O'Neal thing happening again, like I don't. I don't know, man. Like AB was right there. Like if AB was not right there. AB was right there. Like they was doing a dance in the end zone. Yeah, they was doing a dance and it was again your social media again. It wasn't real. Like Man, listen, listen, listen. Not social right media. There. You, you're saying you're saying like you you alluded to A B having a buzz like uh, a, a baby face ray or uh, you know what I'm saying? Like who went viral? Who I mean people go viral for Old Town Road was a viral song. Yeah, that was, the song also sold a lot of records. Did it go viral first? Yeah, it went viral, but that viral led to people consuming it and it became a phenom that actually sold a lot of records. So you saying that, you, you don't think... ABA sell no records, bro. I mean, who sells records these days? Little baby. Uh, everybody who goes gold and platinum and double platinum and triple platinum and diamond off of streaming. What about records. singles, though? Yeah, singles too. That's what I'm saying. He ain't, say none of them. he ain't say none of them either. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So, AB, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm tell just you. saying, like, like you got to know the difference between like, let's take AB and Ice Spice. Okay, right. Ice Spice sold units. She got a plaque on the way. You see what I'm saying? So the AB thing was fun. It was fun. It's cool. But he was there with Ye. You think you ain't gonna let somebody who's truly musically there that can actually do it not do it? Yeah. Man, yeah, no. just went off on Big Sean. It ain't a lot of people in the world who can go off like that could no. make themselves distance themselves from Big Sean. Like okay, so the, they the, don't the care. Is, do you think do I think that A B has a real chance of becoming a mainstream rapper? Right. And let me stand on my answer. I don't think that any professional athlete has a chance to become a mainstream rapper. Just because, just like I don't think that any rapper has a chance to be a professional athlete. Any they're so close, but they're so far away. Okay, okay. So, you, so you're so saying it's almost like AB to becoming like a mainstream rapper is like J. Cole to become, going to the NBA. Right. You could play her like, and J. Cole really can't hoop. Hoop. For sure, right, right? You know, we see him at the, you know, at the pro am games or and, whatever. But. And, and and put, I, I listened to put this shit on last year more than I listened to quote unquote rappers who are real rappers. Right, you know what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's a good song. It's a good song. Right, 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 right. But that was the closest thing I think because uh, Dame Dame Lillard can really rap. Lillard can rap. Uh, we can go on. Steve Jackson, my partner, there's mixtapes. Um, like, it's it's hard to do. Why do you LeBron think that so? Katie wanted to rap for real? So let me ask you this: Why rap. do you think it's so hard for an athlete to cross over in the music and be taken seriously? You really want the? We, we want to go there, or you want to say that for another episode? I, go there? I definitely want to go there. Okay, so this is why you have the. Athletes, uh, being tough and being, you know, whatever, being whatever they are, because uh, so first you got rappers 
having to really feel like they have to do what they rap about and kind of just show like it's not even about keeping it real no more. It's like standing on business is the new term for keeping it real, right? Right. Okay. All right, cool. So now people don't take athletes serious. They want to be taken serious in that respect. They take them serious as athletes. Right. They don't they don't be like, well, you're a basketball nigga. Right. And don't even be knowing like it'd be some of the most a lot of them come from that and be right. like that for right. real. Right. But it ain't to glorify none of that. You know what I'm saying? So if you got away from that, get away from it. It ain't glorifying that ain't smart. Like that's not cool. Right. But I'm just saying that this this there's several different elements of it. It's like a football player is worth a hundred million. Dude. A rapper's worth ten million. Right. Who does the women flock to? The rappers. The 10 millionaire. Maybe two millionaire. Maybe two. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they want that. If you're if you're in the attention space, like you say, the clout space, you want that. You know what I'm saying? You don't understand, like, I'm rich for real. I'm, my money's guaranteed and I'm this and that and that and that. Yeah, but he got on some clothes and he got some lean. He got some guns. He, he on the shade lean. room. You know what I'm saying? He goes right like, right. That's yeah. just that's just how it is. So they want that. But I think that the smartest of athletes, um, I think that a lot of our music uh, inspires their workouts and everything. Probably a very humbling moments when I finally met Cam Newton. He said, "Man, I used to work out to your mixtapes." You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, but you know. The music and the culture is aggressive and it can inspire the workouts and make you have that like really uh, competitive spirit. But why in the world, if you're an athlete, would you want to really be the rapper? And if you're a successful rapper, where would you want to be an athlete? If I'm a successful rapper, I would want to be an athlete so I don't, so I can get into a different space, right? Like the pigeonholing works on both sides. Like you can get pigeonholed as a rapper, and unless you, it's very few rappers that are successful that make it onto the other side. You get a few of them, right? I think, but you, but you know what's bridging the gap right now? Pod, the podcast game is really bridging the gap for no, both. Podcast right? is different. That's media, so yeah. it's like you know, media on all ends is like if you get tired of rapping, if you get tired of playing a sport. That you, if you have enough knowledge of something, you can go do media, which is respectable. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. But then again, in media, you know, I was working for people because oh, I do media. What if I was the tough media guy? You know what I'm saying? They said, they don't stand on business and I don't talk crazy. What's a tough media person? Yeah. You know I what mean, I'm saying? Like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Right. I'm just saying it's, it's not. I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm not saying that it hasn't happened. Right. What I'm saying is that what people don't understand is what people, what people, what I guess what what brands don't understand is what people want from it. So mm. people are watching this because they love your conversation and the conversation, the culture conversation you have with people, right? Right. All right. Rappers don't always get that. For the most part. It might be a minority of people that want their rappers to be like real street dudes and all that stuff. But for the most part, like if you start talking to kids and women who don't care about all that, they just want good music. Right. Yeah. That's all they want. 
Absolutely. Not and if you're an athlete, they just want you to score and win and maybe do good for the community too. You know what I'm saying? Or that type of stuff. But we really want you to be tough. Like, oh man, man, yeah, he, man, I, that's I'm finna go buy his jersey because he's tough. Now you know he's what's crazy. The thing is that the social, I almost feel like social media kind of ruined it because now you get to see so much of athletes that the mystique goes away. Like, I don't think if Jordan was on social media through his whole run in his 20s when he was learning what worked for him and what didn't, he would be Jordan because the only time we saw Jordan outside of him on the court dunking on folks or going for 30 was come fly with me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was already scripted in our head. So, who Jordan was, who he was going to be, and he backed it up on the court. So, we didn't get to see Jordan at the casino, you know, smoking a cigar, hitting the Grey Goose when we was kids. You, you get what I'm saying? So, like, like they're I go, get they're go, they're go, they're go both ways, man. Like, you didn't just know everything about. You knew as much as you could about, like, Tupac and Biggie's life just because they were all over media. Right. But... You didn't know everything. You know what is kind of damaging to, too? Like, if everybody knows everything through social media, like, it damages the opportunity for great documentaries 10 to 15, 20 years from now. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it ain't no tell-all because we done seen all. We done seen it all. You know what nah, I'm saying? Right. Um, so, you know. when it comes down to, like, culture and sports, the Trey young Luca Dunches debate was always about who did the Hawks make a mistake by trading the rights to Luka Doncic for Trey Young. Always was more of the school of thought that Trey Young was a better cultural fit for a city like Atlanta. So hindsight being 2020, they've both been to a conference championship. Uh, Luka probably is going to feel the stat sheet more based upon his size, you know, he's going to have more rebounds. But, you know, as far as, you know, Trey Young had more points and assists than anybody in the league last year. Hindsight being 2020, looking at two teams that are both hovering around 500 three or four years later, who do you think won the Luka Doncic, Doncic Trey Young trade? Um, honestly, and if it's not a winner, it's not a winner. Uh, yeah, as I was saying, I think that they're both winners. They both have uh, arguably early in their careers, but probably two Hall of Famers, right? Right. Um, the Hawks' success doesn't solely depend on Trey Young. The Dallas Mavericks' success doesn't solely depend on Luka. That's why they're just winning at Kyrie. Um, I think that, in my humble opinion, both both teams have failed to build championship teams. I think they've put together pretty good teams. You know right. what I'm saying? But the dynamics of a championship team, I started studying basketball championship teams. Uh, that would be capping to say I was studying back then. But looking back, I looked at the dynamics of the Lakers in the late 80s, the Celtics, you know what I'm saying? Uh, moving on to the dynasty of the Chicago Bulls, back to the dynasty of the Lakers. It's kind of funny how these names continue to pop up. Uh, and then if you look at the dynasty of the Bulls and uh, the coach they bred is Steve Kerr and the dynasties he built with the Golden State Warriors, you know what I'm saying? So there's a chemistry to championship teams. Again, the key word is teams. Like, I love the fact I'm a huge Warriors supporter. 
I, I love and I support the Hawks when I can, but if they're not around, I can't. But I'm a huge Warriors supporter and fan as well. Um, and I think it said a lot last year when Steph Curry, the flagship basketball player, had an injury. And because they built a team with death, Jordan Poole was able to damn near slide in and pick up where Curry left off. And that's the reason they were able to win that championship. Giving Steph Curry time to get healthy. You know what I'm saying? Giving right. Clay Thompson time to get healthy because you got other options. I don't know if anybody scouts basketball players better than the Golden State Warriors. They just nah. always have a next person. Who Kaminga, where he come from? <laughs> where these people come from? Right. You know what nah, I'm saying? Yeah. And that's it, the debate I had rolling. the other day. Not to not anybody, but I was like, can you imagine? If I'll say LeBron and company didn't get rid of all those young boys too fast, can you imagine? They need Ingram so bad right now. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, they would love to have Ingram. Among, now, and I know among, you don't. You don't among, get amongst AD. other players, amongst Jordan Clarkston's, amongst other players. They just like right. Can you imagine if they would have gave two gave it two more years to jail? Now maybe they were scared financially of what would have came about contract time, but. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you know, people want to play basketball with LeBron and win championships. So I think they could have worked it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, no, I, I get it. Like, that young team, like, the Lakers blew up to get those uh, to make the super team, supposedly super team. But I feel like they would have just as many wins right now if they would have kept Lonzo Ball, um, D'Lo, who they just uh, – Lonzo Ball, D'Lo – uh, Kuzma, uh, Brandon Ingram, Jordan Clarkson, it, they, Julius Randle. Like, on, man. they forgot they had Randle too. Yeah, yeah, yeah they gave Come up a on, lot. Man. Nah, you're right. The dynamics of a championship team is just that championship team. Right. Take it back to the Hawks. My frustration with the Hawks is we had Coach Bud and we had the potential for a championship team. Did we have enough firepower? Clearly, we did. That was a damn good team and a well-coached team, right? Right. Got to break it up. Cool, I'm all right with breaking it up, right? So breaking it up leads us back to Trey Young and company. And they had an amazing season two years ago. Overperformed, to say the least. I don't think that the Hawks have a championship team. Nah. And I love the Hawks. I just yeah. watched them tonight. Watched yeah, right now they don't. They don't have a championship team. No, I mean, and I don't think that they're making the steps or really progressing expeditiously enough towards that championship team because they won't address certain things like their big man and their depth. So they went and got some depth today, right? I mean, the other day they went and got Sadiq Bay from the Pistons, who and the Hawks don't like to play their rookies. Now, and that's something that, you know, my, my pop, when I do talk to him, we have barbershop talk. He, 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 he uh, very adamant about the Hawks not playing their rookies, man. So, now you're right, because I, I think, me personally, I think Sadiq Bay does the same thing that Adrian Griffin, a, AJ Griffin can do. If you give him the, if you give him enough burn and give him consistent minutes, they do the same thing. You add another three when we already got a log jam. You bring back scary. Bruno Fernando, but like, man, we don't have any when it gets scary in the playoffs in the East, when it gets scary, is when you got Bam out of bio leaning on you. 
when you got Joel Embiid leaning on you, when you got uh, Giannis and Brooke Lopez or Robin, whichever one of them Lopez twins it is, when you got them two leaning on you, you got like Giannis would be the center on the Hawks, which is crazy. You gotta go get. They gotta go get a couple dogs. Like, if it, if if I'm the Hawks, man, first thing I would have went and got. I I I do whatever I can to go get Carl Anthony Towns out of Minnesota, or you know, Rudy that, Gobert or something like. You gotta go get that's somebody. What I'm saying. It with wasn't some size. about. Yeah, it wasn't about going on and actually getting Kevin Durant. Sounds good on paper, right? Right. But who want who wants to? We don't want to give up. Five years of picks and all our money for Kevin Durant, and he's a, he's well worth it. The Suns are going to win a championship because they are close to having a championship team. Yeah, right. So that investment right. makes sense for them. The right. investment doesn't make sense for the Atlanta Hawks. And I, my fear, my frustration, because I've seen we've seen this movie before. Right. Is that in a year or two they say let's break it up? Yeah, I I mean you know they only got one more year. DJ Murray is over with. Like he's uh he'll be a free agent after a year unless they resign him, and I don't think they can financially at this point. They have to figure out what it is. But all right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do this. Look, we're gonna we're gonna play a little casual flex game right here. So we've been blending sports and culture all show long. Um, we're gonna keep it going right here. I'm gonna name a rapper, and I want you to tell me if they were an athlete. What sport they would play, what position, and why? Okay. Kodak Black. Point Miami Heat, because he's balling. <laughs> Man, if I if I'm if 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 I'm Kodak, but if if I had to put Kodak Black as an athlete, I'm probably gonna put him as a football player, and I'm a I'm gonna put him in the in the nickel because he's a gremlin. I'm thinking more so like the honey badger, like you know, mix it up with the bigger guys. You know, he'll hit some, run with you. He's gonna get down low, take take a pick to the house, hit that Kodak bop. I can see all of that. So, all right, let's go here, little baby. Ooh, little baby, quarterback, Atlanta Falcons. Little baby would play football and be the quarterback of the Falcons. I like that one because he, he he's basically the quarterback of Atlanta right now, right? Uh, all right, let's go. <laughs> hey, hey, future. <laughs> I, have put, I, have put, I have to put future. <laughs> you know, future wants to play football. <laughs> be a DN just so he can rush rush <laughs> or linebacker or a DN just so he can <laughs> just, that's the type of thing he is man. I'm just being honest uh, alright so we got future the baby uh, the baby from the Carolinas oh Baby struck me like a running back nigga for like the Carolina Panthers or something. Just because he got that aggressive flow and shit. You know what I'm saying? 
I, I can see, I can see the baby like, player tail, like man. Be like a little baby Derrick Henry or some shit. You know, yeah. Just trying to run niggas over and some shit like that. But something definitely aggressive like that. Yeah. I, I can see, I can see, I can see, uh, the baby playing like a, a strong safety, like coming out, hitting some, like, I don't care nothing about the coverage. I don't care nothing about, you know, what we supposed to be running. They like, Stop. the baby, what are you doing? Cause I had to hit him, coach. Cause I had to hit him. Something aggressive. Uh, yeah. Something aggressive for sure. Yeah. I think the last one we'll go with who on the charts right now, who popping right now. Um, Who's a good rapper? Let's go with what did I listen to this morning? I would say no, nah, I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> hey man, rappers is crazy right now. Mm. I, who like I was gonna say Thug, but I'm I'm thinking about who I listen to. I don't, Thug would have played quarterback for sure. Last one, Money Bag Yo. Money Bag Yo. <laughs> Center for the Memphis Grizzlies, nigga, hoop with John Moran. Man, bro, that'd be like having Zach Randolph back, wouldn't it? Like, <laughs> exactly. yeah. hey, man, Money Bad look like he could probably hoop too, bro. Like, I can yeah, see him. Like, I think uh, every Memphis nigga look like they can hoop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. Okay, okay, last one. Dirt. Dirt. Uh, you know, you know, you know, Dirk don't play point for the for the Bulls. Dirk Dirk can hoop for real though, right? Yeah, Dirk can hoop. I I seen Dirk hoop. Yeah, Dirk. Can, I, yeah, I like that. I can see Dirk play yeah. running point for the Bulls. You know, putting up shots or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I can see like a little D Rose type deal. Nah, man. Well, look, man. Scream. It's been a pleasure. Scream of the Big Facts Podcast. Where can they find you, Scream? Oh, you know, at DJ Scream, at DJ Scream, all social media, Twitter, Instagram, all that. You know what I'm saying? I'll definitely be back to pop in some more, man. Uh, you know, uh, congrats to them boys again for a great Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? That's what kind of influenced this conversation. Uh, and I look forward to an aggressive free agency. It's going to be an aggressive free agency. I think this is going to – they say it every year. This is going to be the craziest free agency. But I think it's going to get shaken up this year. Because there's a lot of people motivated. There's a lot of people that want to go try to get the ring. You know what I'm saying? They want to win now. So Yeah. Guaranteed money, too. Like, now guaranteed money on the table. Like, you know, when all them guaranteed contracts came out last year, that's going to make a lot of difference with folks getting their money guaranteed yeah. in the NFL. And, 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 and I think I think it's time for that. I think that, um, you know, thank goodness. So I, guess the, I guess the NFLPA protects yeah, players and stuff like that. But you got to guarantee, like, there's no way you should be playing this multi hundred billion dollars, whatever the numbers is, sport. And um, as we saw, not to keep bringing up, but Demar Hamlin. I mean, football. It's not that you could say putting your life on the line, but it, you know, it's a full contact sport. It's definitely so, putting your life on the line. So it's and, a full and, yeah. in your well being. So it's a full contact sport. So if you're gonna ask somebody to go out there and put it all on the line. Their family should at least be straight if something happened to you. So, nah, you're right. You're right about that. All right, man. We appreciate it, man. Pete Oops from the Casual Flicks. I'm out. All right, salute.